0: Brought to you by CGTN Europe.
1: I find that I start a lot earlier. As soon as I wake up, I look at my email, so that's about half seven. And then I'm still in my pajamas probably until about 10. But I'm finding that I finish a lot later, so I finish about half seven. So it's a full, you know, it's 12 hours on the clock. But yeah, I'm definitely doing a lot more hours than before.
0: Whether you're the boss of a multinational company or the newest hire in the office, one thing is clear. The COVID-19 pandemic is changing how all of us work and earn a living. And while the effects are still unfolding, for many, they've already proved to be life-changing.
1: There's four of us. We have an Australian, an American and a German. And then myself, it's British. So I don't have um, internet in my own bedroom. So I've taken over the sitting room, but I'm having to un- sort of pack and unpack my workspace every day, which is proving to be a bath.
0: Sophie is 27 and lives in a flat share in East London. Earlier this year, after returning to the UK from China, where she'd been teaching English, she landed a new job as a manager at a small events company. All seemed to be going well, and then, the pandemic struck.
1: We started working from home about two or three weeks before they announced the official lockdown. So we were set up quite early. I got a text from my boss saying, do you mind if we have a Zoom meeting? And she just took me through and she just said, you know, it's it's for the benefit of the company. We'll keep you on furlough until we need you back. We just don't know when that is, but please be assured that you will have a job at the end of this.
0: Sophie is one of the estimated 9 million workers in the UK now self-isolating at home while her job is held open by her employer and her wage is paid by the government. These so-called furlough schemes have meant individuals either stopping work completely or, where possible, continuing to work from home.
2: The aim of the furlough scheme is to throw a lifeline to workers and to firms. There was an immediate threat uh, due to the uh, lack of demand. Firms, obviously, they can't produce and can't sell their goods. They're going to need some kind of money in order to pay their workers and stay alive.
0: Dr. Christopher Rao is Lecturer in Economics at the University of Cambridge. He's tracked the impact of Covid on the jobs market in Europe. He says that while for many, the furlough has not been easy, it has stopped Europe from experiencing the spike in unemployment seen in other parts of the world with no safety net. However, not everyone has been saved.
2: So what we've found is that many people lost their jobs immediately. The people that have been most likely to lose their jobs are workers in more vulnerable work relationships, people who had temporary contracts or people that are on more flexible contracts. For instance, the zero-hour contract. These people have been the ones that were laid off first. These contracts tend to be held more by younger people, so that's uh, one reason why the younger generation is going to suffer more from this crisis, because this is an important development phase for their careers, and they will now be out of the labor force uh, for some time.
0: He claims that Covid is causing new trends in the jobless figures that are very different to anything seen in previous recessions, like that after the 2008 global credit crisis.
2: There was mostly men that lost their jobs. What has been very different now is that uh, women have been more likely to lose their jobs in this recession, part of which is driven by the fact that women are more likely to work in services, and we have seen that the service sector has been hit harder than, for instance, construction, which is a sector that usually is hit very hard in a recession.
0: So in the COVID era, it's the jobs that women and young people do that appear to be pushing them at more risk, both of redundancy and, as others claim, even to the threat of the virus
3: itself. Women that are are working more in essential occupations, generally, and that these tend to be more of the contact uh, professions, right, which are face to face. And so we would say on the one hand, there's a group of people who are at risk, maybe for COVID-19 and other issues because of the type of work they do.
0: Mara Yerkes is professor of social science at the University of Utrecht. She's looked at the effect of COVID on the working lives of parents in the Netherlands, Germany, and the UK. She claims those who have held on to their jobs and are benefiting from the option of homeworking generally come from the more affluent professional classes.
3: What we see in our study is a really significant difference between those parents who work at home, who tend to be higher educated with higher levels of income, and those families that are actually doing much more in essential occupations. The significant portion of Dutch mothers, and actually I think mothers across the world, are doing essential occupations, like caring and working in the healthcare sector and the education sector. So this really does create a divide
0: but even those still employed and working from home are seeing new pressures in the COVID world.
2: Of course, everyone's been out buying supplies personally. I recommend CVS, they got what you need, and every receipt is a week's worth of toilet paper.
0: <laughs> US comedian Jimmy Fallon trying to deliver a script for his tonight program from his living room. For parents in particular, homeworking
3: has been a challenge. We did ask parents about how they divide care for children, including homeschooling and homework. And what we see is that disagreements among partners didn't really increase except for parents with primary school-age children, that the care divide is still unequal between mothers and fathers. But we are seeing in most of these countries that fathers are increasing some of what they do, but mothers are also still increasing it. So I think it's telling us that we need to be really careful about what's happening with this new you know, newfound way of working, from working from home.
4: Stress was definitely the the primary response, because stress is a response to uh, adaptation challenges. And this is exactly what the the COVID crisis was about. How can I adapt to home working when I'm not used to, uh, at least not in these conditions? Then the stress turned sometimes into anxiety disorders.
0: Moira Mikulajczyk is professor of health psychology at the University of Louvain in Belgium and has studied issues around home working, particularly with regard to mental health. She says the approach of employers during the Covid lockdown has been critical to its success.
4: From what I heard here in Belgium, uh, some employers have been very understanding of the the circumstances and have lowered the pressure on employees but other employers have kept their demands exactly the same i've heard that uh, at the end of the lockdown some employers did not allow their employee to to work uh, in the office but um Employees were so much missing each other that they gathered together in the evening to have a drink because it was hard to to bear this loneliness.
0: As well as the problems of working at home, whether that's alone or juggling childcare with a partner, for many people, being part of a group with like-minded colleagues is an essential part of their working lives. And its loss during lockdown is proving tough for some to bear.
4: So you are not satisfied with your colleagues if they are good workers. You are satisfied with your colleagues and with the atmosphere at work if you share good moments, having a good laugh with your colleagues, feeling that they understand your situation. All these informal moments make you feel that your colleagues are not friends, but that they are not just strangers, that you belong to a team. Uh, And that's super important. That's also a, a very important protective factor against stress and burnout.
0: For employers too, home working has created problems. As well as issues around trust, having your staff working remotely from home can risk a firm losing the creative and innovative spark that comes from everyone brainstorming together in an office. But for Sophie and others like her, just at the start of their working lives, there are bigger considerations.
1: During furlough, I, I kept in contact. I was, you know, I kept checking my emails just to see what was going on. And I could see more and more that my job that I had before going on furlough was sort of no longer applicable because everything had changed and they'd gone in a different direction. So I rang my manager, voiced my concern, just letting that, you, know, you know, just letting you know I'm completely flexible, I can learn new things. I was worried that that I was no longer almost
0: needed. Networking around the office, keeping your ear to the ground and rubbing elbows with the boss. It can all be as much a part of keeping your job and building a career as putting in a top performance on the work front. But in the COVID world, this too has changed. So how can you maintain visibility and make an impression when you're working from the kitchen table? Karen Eyre-White is a productivity and career coach.
5: So I think this is about communicating, obviously. I think when we're we're communicating everything through Zoom or through phone calls or through emails, we need to be much more conscious about making what we're doing visible um, and and making those achievements known to people around us. We need making sure that you're contributing, making sure that that's known. Although it feels sort of um, counterintuitive, to be actually sort of getting involved in more stuff at work so you know whether it's sort of well-being networks or diversity networks those kind of added extras but actually it can be those opportunities that can make you more visible bring you into contact with senior people
0: but she says there are signs now that even dedicated workers are starting to feel the strain
5: we're getting on for sort of two three months aren't we with people working from home and i think people perhaps at the beginning were sort of muddling through and thinking maybe it wouldn't be for that long and they just sort of get on with it. And I think now what I'm seeing is people reaching a bit of a tipping point. I think perhaps what we'll see is a division between people that realise now that to get ahead they need to make the most of this time and it's not just a time that they can sort of park that career bit of their job and people that don't and that think that that life is on pause and it's not on pause anymore, it's going to be a much longer thing than that.
0: And indeed, with fears across Europe of a second spike in COVID cases later in the year, furloughing of workers could be with us for some time to come. That means more isolation, more home working, and normal life kept on hold. Now, Eurozone economists fear the ongoing lockdown could risk exacerbating longer term inequalities, both in the jobs market and more widely. With a jobless rate of 14%, Spain already had the second highest level of unemployment in the EU before the pandemic struck. Its furlough scheme, which falls short of that offered in other parts of the EU, is set to be phased out in September. Jacinto Solar is from the organisation PIMEC, which represents small and medium-sized firms in Catalonia, and is lobbying for more support. Well, basically the problem we have here is that we have an economy that is pretty much reliant on sectors that have been the hardest hit by the virus. Uh, which are sectors based on mass gatherings? For example, I mean tourism, cultural events, uh, sports. For example, also exhibitions, trade exhibitions, congresses, uh, fairs, anything that is really means gathering people. All ha- all this has been cancelled. Thousands and hundreds of thousands of uh, employees will will be
1: unemployed. Our unemployment rate, which is expected to, to almost double in about uh, six months. La risposta europea.
0: Italian Premier Giuseppe Conti in April making the case for so-called Corona Bonds, a rescue package of mutualized debt to help European nations worst hit by the pandemic. The plans have been consistently rejected by northern members of the bloc. But Christopher Rao warns that the impact of Covid now risks undoing the progress made by some of Europe's most vulnerable economies since the credit crisis over a decade ago.
2: In terms of regional inequalities, there are counteracting forces. So those economies in Europe that are poor already, such as the southern economies as Italy or Spain, they tend to have also been hit harder we're going to see prolonged impact on the job market, similar to what we saw after the uh, Great Recession. So from that end, there would be an increase in inequality across countries. However, the EU is taking the situation very seriously. They have introduced a 750 billion package of grants and and loans, uh, which It's quite a bold step if we think of how conservative some of the northern European countries tend to be when it comes to across EU transfers.
0: But for all the problems of lockdown, some, especially the self-employed, have created new working lives that they say they wouldn't change, even when the pandemic is finally brought under control. Another example of just how far Covid is changing our world for good.
1: My name is Annie Hooker, and I'm running fitness classes online. I am, since day one of lockdown, literally overnight, I started um, live Facebook classes, one hour classes, 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. every day. The feedback's been amazing. so from uh, people, it's been great as well because um, I've got people coming back to me who haven't done my classes for years and suddenly found me again and started doing my classes. And this has literally forced me into looking at my business in a completely different way. Take your hands down or your elbows down to your thighs. It's been emotionally draining and that it's been stressful. I think now I'll have some time to actually recognise How my emotions have manifest themselves but so far
4: so good it's hard to predict how things will turn uh, and what impact it will have on people's career so when the people find ways to adapt they can then reap the benefits of home working which are also numerous the autonomy the control that one has over uh, the way one's work
5: I think we've got into a a more trusting environment but i think if businesses are going to make a success of this in the long term they have to have that trust and they have to i think encourage people to find the ways of working that work for them and i think that it's really crucial that there's that ability to do what you need to do
3: you know working from home is not a panacea it's not a, a grand solution for all the problems we're having with covid 19. we can see that a lot is possible But we really need to be aware of what this does for different groups, particularly low-income groups and for women. These are some areas that really need attention from policymakers and employers.
0: That was When Work Stops Working, the fourth in CGTN Europe's podcast series, Notes on a Pandemic. I'm Louise Greenwood. In our next programme, Travel and Play, We'll be examining how the Covid outbreak is affecting one of the biggest industries of all, travel and tourism.